Hobby Addict の時間です It's time for Hobby Addict And now here are your anime addicts Hey guys, it's time for Hobby Addicts episode 191. I'm your host, Mitsugi, and we have the triple M, the triple threat. It's, it's extra delicious. It's, it's, it's mmm, so good. It's Mandy and Mason. What is up, guys? Hi. Dude, alright. How are you? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Good. Doing good. And、uh, Mason, how are you? I am doing well myself. It is a very warm day. Here for mid January, we're in the 60s, and yeah, perfect excuse to、uh, not go outside and stay inside and just watch stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my my mother actually texted me the other night and she said it's 72 in Wheeling, West Virginia, and I'm like, it's January, <laughs> what is happening? But I don't know, it's just crazy. I'm sure people are not complaining. Guys, today we are going to be talking about. Mason just put an acronym on the doc. He says AGDQ.、Um, Mandy, any guesses? Yeah.、Uh, games done quick. That's、oh. the one. Oh, well, geez, you already knew it. That's not fair. <laughs> so we're going to be <laughs> How doing. How dare you come in with your knowledge and preconceptions? We're going to be doing games done quick. And Mandy and I are probably going to have an extended conversation about Blasphemous, which was, which was a game. That Mason sort of、um, illuminated us to last week on Hobby Addicts. So maybe some of you have been playing it as well, which would be fun for you, I'm sure. But since I think that conversation might go a little longer, since it's both of us, Mason, what, would you like to start with、um, ADG, AGDQ? Sure, yeah, I will. Well, what are, also, they, what are they trying to blow through now? What are them bars? I'll speed through this、uh, discussion because I think it'll segue nicely. Um, for those of you who don't know, for whatever reason, AGDQ is Awesome Games Done Quick. And this is the 10th anniversary of them doing it.、And、essentially, it's a biannual、uh, charity fundraiser thing on Twitch where they get a bunch of the world's best speedrunners. And then over the course of like a week, they play just nonstop. They speedrun through. Probably over 100 games, all of、wow. which is streamed through yeah, Twitch, is- and it raises a ton of money for charity.、Uh, for example, this year they set new records. They finished with over $3.1 million、Whoa. raised for the Prevent Cancer Foundation. Wow. That's, so, wow. That's big money there. Wow. This list is really long that I'm looking at. Of, of the games that they played? Yeah, like there's a whole list online here. I can give you the schedule so you can see the times and like the time that it took to finish the game. And it's beautiful because it runs almost 24 7. I mean, you wake up at like 7 a.m. and they're playing games and it goes all the way till deep into the night. And、uh, you can go back and watch highlights on YouTube or specific runs on YouTube or Twitch. Like it's just. It's a ton of fun to watch live. There's a huge community. There's giveaways. It's just a big old blast. And it's always a shame now that I'm not in college anymore because it was way easier to just have this on nonstop、uh, when you didn't have a job. Wow. They beat, they, they beat Ratchet、it. and Clank Tools of Destruction in an hour. 
so they, they have all crazy. sorts of like specialty runs um and i guess i'll get to my favorites in a bit but the so like i said it's done twice a year so the next one is in s- summer it's called summer games done quick um and that'll be in like end of june so if you want to get uh on board and be a part of that it's a ton of fun and it's always more fun in my opinion like watching the games that you've already played so you can just see how they do things um the three that i thought i had the most fun with this year yeah um was first the fallout anthology where they the guy played through the five mainline fallout games uh one two three new vegas and four um it took him about two hours to do it i was done by a guy named tomato angus the g is silent and it was just an absolute blast with his commentary. Like, the, the run was good. There were some glitches. It was fun. But, like, the main reason he was there was just to talk about all the strats they used, explain how the glitches worked. And he just had a ton of fun with it. And things definitely started getting off the rails later on, like, in the bad way. But he just had, like, such a positive attitude towards it. And you could see him, like, oh, no, how are we? How am I going to get myself out of this one? And it was just a f- ton of fun to listen to. I definitely recommend at least the Fallout 4 portion of it because that's when he was breaking the game left and right. And it was... it was, it was, was So that's a good first one to watch. Yeah. Um, if you don't have two hours, another good one, just because I'm a huge fan of the game, was Sekiro. They did all memories and all the beads um, in about an hour and a half. Oh, my God. Um, the, they actually ran the same guy actually ran Sekiro last year in 2019. So for him doing the like the f- like any percent run, just like getting to the end of the game, it took him about 30 minutes. So this was a little longer because he had to fight every single boss like that you can in one run, and uh, that was pretty good too. Less you know less glitches, more just watching someone who has like raw gameplay knowledge and knows exactly how to you know encounter every enemy so that that's always fun and just yeah. watching them explain like the routings how they discovered strats is just always the best part are these different people because this thing went for like a whole week yeah so. yeah okay. i think in the in the calendar that mandy posted you should be able to see mm-hmm. who like to the right who yeah. ran the game and then the other names are people oh, who I they see. have like side commentating on what they call the couch okay okay i understand so, so a lot, of, a lot of names show up again as they're, whether they comment on a bunch of games, but there's just, you know, a huge community around it. Do they have a way to skip movie scenes? Because I'm looking, I'm like, they finished Devil May Cry 5 in an hour and a half. But, like, I remember some of those movie scenes being quite long. I can't remember if you could skip them. I was I like, mean, what? <laughs> usually if you can, they do skip them. Oh, okay. Or and there's it's always fun when they talk about like, oh, we're playing like this patched version of the game or this like oh, retro okay. version because they patched this glitch out or this is allowed or this isn't. Like mm-hmm. you have to know what rules you're playing with. Well, gotcha. so the one on for, here that I, I just scrolled through it, the one here that blew my mind, Final Fantasy Six in twenty three minutes. Can yeah. that how in the hell? <laughs> how is that possible? You I, have to I mean, watch and find out. I guess so, that's, so yeah. I mean, if you look right underneath that, though, it says any percent new game plus, which means so that that category means, you know, you have to do just whatever you need to do to get to the end credits of a game. 
and being a new game plus it means you know they've been able to like pre uh like scope their characters and all that stuff for whatever carries over i guess but mm-hmm. man i mean that that game is long i mean that's you would think just running around from place to place would take more than 23 minutes but okay i guess you gotta uh, hey, watch it they beat blasphemous in 50 minutes and that's that's <laughs> what i was gonna get into uh the last one i saw was uh blasphemous by done by teddy ross he did it in just under an hour which is all bosses using a couple glitches and uh it was it was fun i definitely encourage you to if you're you know since you're about to talk about the game to yeah. watch it after the fact and see how it worked and it wasn't like too many glitches it was just like solid knowing the routing knowing mm-hmm. how to manipulate the physics for like these pause holds that let you like slingshot your guy way up in the air. Um, Oh shoot. I need to learn that. (laughs) But his, uh, the commentary was very like, they were all like relaxed the whole time. And they were just making these low key, like hilarious meme commentary throughout the whole thing. Uh, the two people he had on the couch had never seen the game before. He said, just come in blind and just ask whatever dumb questions you want. And, uh, like, every time they killed the boss, they did, like, a big, extravagant, like, uh, requiem, you know, saying. <laughs> it was it was, it was was fun. It was a good time. And, you know, it's one of those runs that you'll experience it and appreciate it so much more after you have actually had to struggle through the game for 15 hours. Did you... So they raised $3.1 million, but did you see... I mean, is that is that their... That's a record, right? And how much... Yep. If, if so, how much did they raise last time they did this? I mean, they've they've gotten... I would have to look at the breakdown, but they've, they've gotten well into the two millions in past runs. Okay. So this is well, always been a, Yeah, yeah. And it's always... I don't know. It's always like the one thing that I go to Twitch for is like... And I actually forgot it was happening until a couple days into it. And uh, someone was like, hey, Mason, you should check out the Fallout Anthology one because it's got some great commentary. And I'm like, oh, shoot, that's going on, right? And uh, immediately scuttled over. Uh, You should be able to find all these on YouTube in the coming days. And it's it's always a fun watch. It's it's great, like, background stuff and chat's always fun. So, I don't know. That that was my non-anime activity this week. It hurts that they beat Fire Emblem Three Houses an hour and a half. <laughs> it hurts me. <laughs> oh my I think God. I put like 130 hours in Oh, game. man. Yeah, but you probably completed everything, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I spent a lot of time talking to characters, and I'm sure they just went battle to battle to battle, and that's it. Yeah. So, but it still hurts. I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> I am like 100 times over you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, did That's you funny. see a uh, side tangent, Mandy? There was some guy who was trying to go through all the fire emblems with like not being able to revive or his characters. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Have you seen that guy running it? No, I haven't. There's like a, a YouTube channel. I'm trying to remember the dude's name, but uh, yeah, permadeath has always been a big thing in fire. Yeah. Emblem. So he's trying to go through all the games with permadeath. And if he loses, he just moves on to the next one. The, the thing is, he's mm-hmm. not great at the game. so the chat is just watching him like a hawk waiting to pounce on his mistakes and just uh, (laughs) tear him apart for the dumb and there's whole like analysis videos of of people like analyzing like how he failed and like breaking down what happened and like commentating over his failure 
See, that's why I won't play like really hard games on Twitch. I'm like, I don't need any backseat gamers <laughs> like jumping on my shit whenever I do something wrong. That's why I stick to Dangan Rampa. <laughs> but we'll play Hot Tofu Boyfriend. <laughs> Man. That's why I won't play Magic the Gathering on Twitch. Oh, I see. The, 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 they beat Final Fantasy VI in only like 25 minutes because they're just there's so many glitches and stuff they're exploiting to get through it. Yeah, and there's definitely like I definitely prefer the like glitch list category where they kind of have to play the game true to form, and you just see like a mastery of like the craft. But every now and then, it's fun watching them. Like with Fallout, it was fun watching them just break the game wide open. And you can I want to watch his trauma center so bad. <laughs> it I still took him three hours. A, I watched a little bit of it, but I. Uh, didn't have time to watch all of it, so I can't yeah. give a strong recommendation. Oh, God, Trauma Center. Oh, man, I played that. I didn't play the Wii one. I played it on 3DS, and Trauma Center gives you anxiety. Nice. <laughs> I, I love Trauma I Center. was not... Were you? I was not a fan I of love it. Dr. Styles. <laughs> <laughs> that yeah. shit got me so, like, anxious. I'm like, oh, my God, this guy's going to die on me for the fifth time. <laughs> yeah, I loved the anime style of that game. I, I really... Yeah, yeah. All right, well, this is pretty cool. People should definitely check it out, and uh, if you're if you become a big fan, you know it's for a good cause. So if you have any extra cash laying around, you can always donate to them, I guess. So yeah, so, so next one's end of June. Check it out. I'll probably be talking about it again then. Okay. Well, Mandy, the time has come for blasphemy. Talk about blasphemous? Blaspheme. The penitent one has come. Take it away. Yeah. So this game was something that Mason talked about last week. He was doing his Switch demo sort of a list of demos he had played on his flight and mm -hmm. it sounded like an interesting game and the art style I think appealed to both Mandy and myself I think I recall Mandy saying she wanted to play as Pyramid Head and mm -hmm. um and I and I said well this looks like Dark Souls so you know I uh, I picked it up and and I got it right We pretty much yeah absolutely and <laughs> we nailed I, it yeah I've been on this retro game kick lately and this is going to just further that I think to be honest with you but this game is so this, this blasphemous game. To me, I'm, I looked up the genre, and it's it's classified as Metroidvania. Um, I haven't played really any of the Metroid games, but my thought was that it's more like Dark Souls. It might have Metroid elements, but it certainly is like a Dark Souls game. So you start off as this dude. Does the game have a story? Uh, you uncover one as it goes on. I mean, it's still pretty light, though. I mean, yeah, it, it's yeah. kind of like that Dark Souls type thing where you like you uncover it more when you talk to just characters in the game. But yeah, it's not like gotcha. straight up in your face. <laughs> so it has Dark Souls elements in it. The it's it's difficult for one thing. I mean, there are enemies in this game that will kill you in three hits, and there are you you basically light bonfires just like you would in dark souls that heal your that, that heal you they act as checkpoints and they replenish all the enemies in the areas that you've cleared already there are you have like these little bottles of health potion that you can drink and you can get more of them as as you go on but they they basically act as like as like drinks from your flat your estus flask in dark souls and the game's just been a lot of fun you know it does look retro it is it is old looking, so I mean it's obviously intentionally that way. But uh, if you're if you if you if you're not too turned off by having like having a super sort of a Super Nintendo appearance, I would say, then you know that won't be a, a deterrent to you at all. And I've just been having a lot of fun in it. the 
the platforming is great. You know, if you're a fan of platforming, and it, it, it's challenging, but it's not unfair, I would say. And some of the boss fights that I've encountered have just been super just awesome. And it sounds like Mandy went a whole different route in the game and has encountered bosses that I haven't and have gone to like whole different areas of the map. And I'm kind of curious to see like sort of directionally Mandy, which like what, what directions you've been going on the map. Cause I'll, you know, I'll share where I've been as well, but I think you and I just went totally different places <laughs> so far. My direction. So. I went down. I was like, I'm going to go down as far as I can. Okay. <laughs> And that's what I kept doing. I was like, nope, we're just going to keep progressing downwards. I think one of my biggest gripes about the game, though, is I've, I've played a decent amount of Metroidvania games. And always for me, I like good maps. And I feel like this game has a really bad map. <laughs> it drives okay. me crazy. Hollow Knight has a really good map. This one, I don't know. Like, I bring it up and there's almost nothing there. And it's really hard to see, like, where... You are like, I don't know. It's just it's a pain in the ass. So you mean map as in like not the map of the levels, but literally the map that your character has to see where they're at in the game. Okay, I was going to (laughs) say. No, the literal map, because like in Metroidvania games, it's always back and forth, back and forth. Mm -hmm. Like you progress as far as you can go to hit a point where you can't go any further. And then you go back and try to find a different route. And the maps are very helpful in that where you. You know, you see, okay, this is, I went into this stage and I haven't progressed past that point. So I should probably go back there and explore. And like Hollow Knight has a really fantastic map. And like, yeah, that one you do uncover more as you buy them. And this one, God, I don't know. It's just so basic that it's like, it was really hard for me. It was really hard for me to see like, oh God, where have I been? Because it kind of like fades out part of it. Like, after you've progressed so far, and I was like, hmm. this is a pain in the ass. Anyways, but uh, other than that, like, I love the actual stages. They look great. Like, the, I think the art, overall art and, care, like, um, enemy designs are really cool. But, yeah. Um, yeah, I went down, and my first real boss, like, they give you, like, like you know, like, an introductory bar- boss when you start up the game. Yeah, it's pretty easy. But the first real boss when i got down to the bottom was um this one called 10 i don't know how to say his name it's like 10 pie dad or p dad i don't know how Ten you pie it, dad. okay yeah let me see this I'm gonna look yeah this he guy. was like um like this big vine got like boss he has like kind of like a goat style head like horns and uh um like most game like difficult games that i play uh i i have run into like like so far in this one it's um I am like my own kind of same tempo that I have in other games where I'm like, I encounter something and I go into that encounter knowing I'm going to die because I just want to experience all of his attacks. And then when I do it the second time, I like stomp it because I'm like, okay, now I've got the rhythm of this boss. You just that commit to like, learning him yes, from the beginning yeah. instead of yeah, trying like, to fight and learn at once. And Exactly. I get Yeah, you. like this one, I went in there. I didn't know all of his attacks, so I kind of just played around to see what he did until he killed me. Like, the first one, like, he, like, bends down and swipes at you. And, like, there's another one where he smashes the ground. Uh, but even if you dodge it, it creates, like, this wave of uh, vines that come up out of the ground. And those, you can't dodge. So you kind of have to get so far away from it. And there's, like, another one. There's this, that another stomp where he makes more vines sprout up. And there's one where he spits vines. And those don't disappear. They stay on the ground. They'll hurt you if you 
go near them. So I, that's kind of like what I did was I experimented with all that and then went back in. And I was like, okay, I know exactly like what his animation is going to be at this attack, where, how far away I have to be from it to not get hit. And I stomped him the second time. <laughs> I was going to say, I actually didn't like that boss as much as some of the other ones. Oh yeah. Was he easier? Yeah. Uh, no, he just like his attacks were just, I don't know. They just felt not, not even that they were almost like, mm, I don't know. I don't know. Generic. Mm, yeah, I can see I don't that. Know. I, I, I guess he was just kind of like the abomination in the sewer. Mm. Yeah. But some other some other themed fights are very cool. How they utilize the the setting. Mm, okay. Yeah. yeah. And he that, I mean, he was also. Oh, sorry. No, go ahead. I was gonna say he was the guy from the the demo. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. Yeah. I, oh, I, I didn't know that. I did not fight this guy. I don't recognize him. Looking at him on like uh, Google. But but I went up, so so Manny went down. I went up on the map. You're right. The map is kind of shitty. I mean, uh, yeah. I mean, I guess I haven't played a lot of these games that have a map like that, so I don't think I noticed that it was bad just because I have no comparison points to make. But I mean, the the map is made out of little rectangles, and the rectangle that you're in is like neon blue, and that's about as much effort as they put into it. It's like you're here, uh, and then they have little crappy icons on the map. The, and the, I think the thing that the thing about the map that I think is 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 the worst is that spatially the map the squares or the rectangles on the map don't seem to accurately reflect how big the areas are that you're in. Exactly. So yeah. you have a difficult time. <laughs> like I, I'm always, you know, I'll go a ways and then I gotta check the map. I'm like, okay, where am I now? Oh no, where am I now? Where am I now? Where am I? That's now? how Castlevania to, is, though. Well, it could be. I mean, they could be just trying to. Re- to uh, intentionally recreate the crappiness of, a, of an old game's map. I mean, I don't know, but... I was going to say, Castlevania's pretty old, though. Yeah. yeah well, I, I was going to say, like, Hollow Knight's map is awesome and cool, but A, you have to buy chunks of it, and B, yes. you even have to buy the upgrade to see where you're at on it. Because at first, it's just a map, and you have to remember where you've been to find where you think you are in the map. It doesn't even show your location on it at first, so... So, so I went up through this like frost frozen area and it was pretty tough. I mean, there's a lot of, you, we, we were talking about spikes earlier, earlier today and it didn't have a lot of spikes in it, but it has a lot of pitfalls and, and you're doing a lot of, um, like jumping and stabbing your sword into the wall to kind of like jump up these walls. And there's a lot of enemies just wailing on you while you're trying to do this. And, you know, they'll hit you and they'll knock you off the wall and you'll fall into a pit and die. I mean, that's um, that's pretty much how it went, you know, and and yeah. I, I died quite a few times just going up and up and up and up all up these walls. And there's like these demon walls almost that you'll be you'll be going up a wall and the part of the wall will attack you and it hits you for like half your health in one blow. So it's pretty um, it was pretty difficult. Uh for, for me at least and but then when you get to the top there's a, and you guys should look this boss up there's a boss called um our lady of the charred visage and this this boss sold me on the game i think and not enough that i'm proud that i think i might go buy some of the old castlevania like bundles mm. and try those out this boss fight i found it did you fight did you fight this boss mason i did not all right so i find i found this boss to be very dynamic so First of all, it's the boss itself is a is a giant head that comes out of like this pitch black background. It kind of just fades in. The only hits the only hitbox or whatever that the boss has is there's a piece of his skull 
or I guess it's a woman, but it, it, I don't, I, you can't really tell. It's almost like an undead. It's like it's like a it's like a zombie head. It's huge, and there's a piece of the on the forehead where the skull is missing, and you can see its brain. And you have to jump up and whack the brain, right? So while you're doing that, one of its hands is kind of floating off on one side of the screen, and there's a there's a variety of attacks that the hand has. Like it'll shoot lasers out of it. It'll shoot um, like uh, with different rhythms, like an array of uh, of white like lightning balls that'll fly around the screen and try to kill you, and It'll shoot um, these like red glowing balls, and you can hit them into the head and damage it. So you can hit it, you can damage it with your sword, but you can also damage it with by by deflecting the attacks that the hand shoots out. But if you screw that up, the balls they do they do quite a bit of damage. So there's a definitely a trade off. I'm seeing I died to this boss probably. I don't even know. Maybe I died a lot, um, probably twenty times. But looking at looking on Google at it and all the different pictures that I'm you know, just for reference, everybody that seems to be fighting this boss, I notice that their health bar is way bigger, and they all have at least five healing items. Should have gone oh, down, yeah. my friend. Should have gone down. Yeah. So, so my I boss had, was super easy. <laughs> so I had two healing items and about half the health that this guy's got, and so and then so when you get half when when the boss gets to halfway, another hand comes up, and it does similar attacks with the other hand, but because there's so much shit trying to hit you on the screen, it becomes very difficult to dodge. And the, you know, the hand that would shoot one laser, one hand will now shoot um, four lasers that go in an X shape and spin. So you're kind of constantly trying to move out of the way of this laser because it is a boatload of damage, while simultaneously the other hand is trying to wail on you with, like, glowing balls. And so it, it was very dynamic, and, of course, the head's fading in and out and reappearing in different parts of the screen. So... It was just a great boss fight. Recommend looking it up. Our, Our Lady of the Charred Visage, and it just looked it looked great. It was hard, but when I beat it, it was super satisfying. And then, I, and then you know, I kind of looked at the map, and I was trying to make sure that I had accomplished all the little dead ends that I had missed. So I did everything, and then I kind of went back down because that ice area was a pain in the ass. Nice. But, I love almost going the quote unquote wrong direction in those kind of games. Like yeah. when I did Sekiro, you're not supposed to go to like Harada Estate early in the game. Right. But like I did same with like Dark Souls 1 where if you go right at the very beginning into like the spooky skeleton the graveyard. Skeleton. Bad move. Oh yeah, fuck, I know that feeling. It's, it's like, no, just turn around like it's clearly <laughs> out of your level. But if you've never played, you're like, but they're right there. I want to bop them on the noggin. Was it like the dead dragon thing that I ran into super early and it fucking stopped me? Oh, like on, on the cliff or something? <laughs> yeah. On when the you cliff, try yeah. to when you try to swipe the loot right underneath it and yeah. it wakes up and you're like, ooh, big mistake. I didn't know that was there the first time I played it, and I was like, whoops. <laughs> yeah, I had a bu- I had a buddy who's super seasoned at gaming, and he and he he never really got through Dark Souls one because he went into the the skeleton place right off right off the bat and just got just wrecked. And mm-hmm. then, but he got far enough in there that he got a bonfire, and then he couldn't get out again. If that makes oh, sense. Shit. So he was yeah. like, I think I ended up having to bail him out of there, like because I, I had played so much that I was able to g- get him out of there. But then I think at that point he was so disenfranchised with it that I don't think he ever really. Um, oh, I get you. Uh, wanted to play it. So yeah. Question about Blasphemous. Uh, I'm having issues finding the place to upgrade. And like I've got like a bunch of the um, I forgot what it's called like the, the the currency to upgrade and I I don't know where I'm supposed to go. <laughs> okay, so there are 
there are it's like rooms. Yeah, there's there's rooms you can go yeah. to, and on, on your map though they're going to be indicated if you're if you've been near them. But it's almost like an altar, I guess, with candles on it, and you can crouch at it. Well, I found the altar. Yeah, I found those, but can, I've tried everything to upgrade at those. I don't know how. Like I went to my map, and it's not there, or not map, but menu. I don't know how to spend my stuff. Hmm. Well, you should be able to upgrade like your skill tree using your spirit points or whatever the currency is yeah. in the game. And but but you do that at the at those altars. I uh, so there there's the altars that like checkpoint you, and then there's a different altars. So if you're trying to oh okay, so if you're trying to do it at the ones that like that, that heal you, that's the wrong place. Yeah, it's not those. It's like these okay. big stone sculptures. It's usually like a dedicated entire room. Room. Okay. Oh, Mandy hasn't upgraded at all then. No, I haven't. I haven't done anything. Are you sitting on like 12,000 <laughs> currency? I think I have a lot. <laughs> yeah, some of the attacks are... power. You're so close. <laughs> so, the, so the game does have a skill tree as well. So there's a, there's a skill where you can like jump when you're jumping off a ledge. You can put your sword under you and kind of impale an enemy from above. There's, there's um, a thrust attack where when you're dodging, you can thrust forward and you know cover a long distance to hit an enemy. Then they, they, they'll extend your combo to from, from, from three hits to four hits. There's a charge attack. Um, I have most of these at this point. But they get very expensive. I mean, it gets to the point where, um, like, an enemy, an enemy will drop, like, 30 currency. But some of these attacks, like the second level on the skill tree, I think they're, I think a couple of them are, like, 7,000. So, you know, it, 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 it's not like you're just going to unlock them all right away. But it is kind of are enjoyable. Are these rooms, like... like dispersed like normal like like are they like do i have to go back to a very specific one or do you find more throughout the map because i don't think i've seen any of them there's uh there's probably like six or seven throughout the game okay so they're definitely not as numerous as like the quote-unquote bonfires no they're not okay they're not but i'm trying i'm trying to find out what they're called here for you the i think there was one up like into Copa, the cup moma or something i forgot what they're called make Probably. <laughs> yeah, I think so. I might have said it wrong too, but we know what I meant. You know, the cup and something with an M. <laughs> yeah, my cup, a T. My cup, yeah. <laughs> well, I guess, um, I, I mean, I obviously haven't played through any more Blasphemous than you guys, but, you know, it's very interesting comparing it to, for example, like Salt and Sanctuary, which I believe you've tried, Mandy? I have not tried. I was okay. going to, but um, it was actually our it. friend Chibi Rob who was talking about it. And I was uh, like, oh, that sounds really good. I yeah, just so never got to it. Salt and Sanctuary is like way more Souls-like and like there's tons of different ways to play between spells and weapons and you customize your look of the character and all that stuff. There's way more lore. It's way more replayable. It's definitely like a slower paced combat. So if you want more of like a one-to-one of 2D Dark Souls, Try that one. Blasphemous is way more like Metrovania. It's definitely like mm-hmm. faster pace and it's more of like you're going to play a certain way and it's definitely more about like the aesthetic of everything. Mm, okay. And then you have Hollow Knight, which is just kind of off doing its own thing and it's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> you know, with the little bug people. Yeah, yeah. Man, Hollow Knight is a fast paced game. Like, I mean, like, if I had to rank like the them, combat. it would probably go. Hollow Knight, Blasphemous, Salt and Sanctuary. Like I think I just mm. prefer the faster gameplay. 
Yeah. And both Blasphemous and especially Hollow Knight have such a chunky, satisfying, like every time you swing the sword, it's just, it's so satisfying when it makes contact. And when you parry, it's just, ooh, it's just so nice. Ooh. 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 Yeah, I've been working on my parrying. Nothing's better when you parry in Blasphemous and the guy just rolls back and just says, smack me on the noggin and you do so gladly. <laughs> so the altars, let me see here. What are these? I'm trying to find it for you, Mandy, still. The altars where it's you okay. the altars where you checkpoint are called pre uh, da altars, and the ones where you level up are called mea culpas. Oh, okay, we're close. And and the yeah. lady with a lot of, lot of stabs. That's oh where yeah, you get I found health. her. She, she, yeah, she increases your health. <laughs> yeah, but that's but then but then she goes away, so you'll mm-hmm, find yeah. a bunch of her. Yeah, yeah, I did find one of her. Yeah, and there aren't that many. The, the first place in the game, the first area in the game where you can upgrade your skills, Mandy, there's an area right right towards the beginning where there's a bunch of people sitting around like in bandages and they're all injured. I remember that, yeah. At the bottom floor of that area, there's a there's a room you can enter on the left that has That's, the upgrade. That place is forever away. It's dead to me forever. Oh, <laughs> I don't know if I'll ever get back there. Well, there's several more. I mean, it looks like I'm just trying to find them all on the map here and this map is very little, but you know, I would say just looking at it, there's probably about ten of them in the game. Hmm. So, yeah, okay. as Mason said, less numerous than the checkpoints, but certainly they're still uh, they're still there. So, I'll keep looking, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, the game. Yeah, I haven't. I don't have any new uh, abilities. I'm still running stock. What I came with. Wow. <laughs> well, that's fairly impressive. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to find out. I'm trying to see on the map here where your buddy. Uh, what was his name? The boss. Oh, Ted Piedad or Piedad? It's P I E D A D. Like Piedad. <laughs> He's my Pie Daddy. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, I don't see him on here, but He's real deep down there. He's like I don't know. I'm probably gonna assume the bottom floor. When you guys play games like this where it's yeah. a or just any game in general where you're at a intersection are you the kind of people that goes left all the time right all the time or do you just leave it to the whims of how you're feeling hmm. the, the last one okay yeah, i would say so as well i didn't know if you had like any sort of system where you're like i always nope. i always go left and i always know if i hug that left wall i'll okay well it's it's kinda, just <laughs> surprise kind of, yourself i feel like that's kind of hard to do in this game sort of but i uh, I'm basically just just doing chunks of the map and then trying to make sure that I don't miss any areas, which of course is frustrating because as Mandy said, the map's not super good. So you're kind of you're the only way you can really tell if there's an area you haven't been to is if there's sort of a an, is if you see a spot on the map where the where a rectangle doesn't have a border on it, then you know mm-hmm. that there's like yeah. another piece, and then you kind of mm-hmm. go up there. The items in the game are very Dark Souls like. They're they're kind yes. of useless. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they're all kind of equally useless in a way. Um, they're not, not, nothing is overly exciting. I would say you'll get an item and it'll be like a piece of ash, a, uh, you know, a, a thimble. I'm getting a lot of spines, like spinal columns. I'm getting a lot of those. Oh no, you're reading too much Jojo. (laughs) I am. I am. I'm collecting, (laughs) collecting, I'm going to put this corpse together. Yeah. (laughs) I've been getting like, there's, um, like thimbles full of, full of blood and, it's just not the, the items aren't very aren't that interesting. And when you equip them, you know to say, oh, this item will increase your defense. And then you will equip it, and you can't tell the difference, you know, or yeah. it's, you know what I mean. And 
Uh, I should say that the game also has mana. So there's mana you can use. I guess it's mana. And um, one of the abilities you can use is you can sacrifice your hit, your hit points to get more mana. And there are some, uh, some pretty good skills you can use. I've got a, uh, I've got a skill that will basically cover the, like, the, the surface you're standing on with like blue fire and it'll just like eviscerate everything on mm-hmm, both sides that's what of you. I've been using yeah, yeah. And, then, and then as you go you'll find more items where you can kind of change what that skill is and that's pretty useful I don't know the game's the game's pretty good the combat system is good but I think so far the best thing about it are are the bosses um few though there are there, though there are because that boss that lady of the chart visage besides having an awesome name was just like super a super ton of fun and hmm. so I'm hoping that there's more like that. But it's pretty good. I mean, it's certainly worth the fifteen, the sixteen bucks I spent on it. You know, on PSN. So, how old is this game anyway? Is it pretty new? Uh, it's like a year or two old, I thought. Did mm. it just come out this year? It may have just come out this year on Switch. It came out. Oh, okay. Yeah, it came out in September tenth on September tenth of last year. So it's only about yeah, yeah. last year. That's it's what I said. Twenty nineteen. Yeah, it's about four months. <laughs> oh, that's off. what I meant too. My bad. <laughs> I forgot we're 2020 now, guys. Yeah, it's on the it's on the PlayStation, the Switch, the Xbox, Linux, Windows, and Mac. So virtually everything. So if you want to play it, there's really no reason why you can't get it. It's 25 bucks on Steam, 16 bucks on PlayStation, and I'm not sure what it was on Switch, but um, probably not much more or less. So I would say. Uh, it was 20 or 25, one of those. This is the only time ever when the PlayStation is is the cheapest. <laughs> It's almost always the most. So I don't know. I've been having a lot of fun with it. You know, I'm gonna gonna keep playing it probably later tonight. And me too. And you know, now that now that I've enjoyed this, my friend said, you know, you have to, now you have to go get the Castlevania bundles. And he said, but don't get the Rondo of Blood Symphony of Night bundle because once you play those, you're never gonna want to go back to the older ones because mm-hmm. they're just yeah. not as good. So maybe I'll start with like epically old Castlevania. I don't know. We'll see. Just go back all the way back to Castlevania 2. What was it like? It seems like a good night for a curse or something like that. Is that what it was? Yeah. I know. He said you can... I'm trying to remember. He said you can beat him in like two hours. They're not very long, you know, so... so. Look it up. Castlevania curse quote. What was it? I forgot. Is it an excellent <laughs> night for a curse or something? Yeah, I think that is what it was. Yeah. Yeah, so... Having a lot of fun. I remember Castlevania 2 being very awful, though. Oh, really? That's that's that was forever ago, though. So I don't know. Well, it may not be worth it if, if the bun if the bundle costs more than like ten bucks, it may not be worth getting it then. I would say. So well, that's blasphemous. Definitely a game for old school gaming fans. Um, not really for people who need to have like cutting edge blistering graphics. It's not going to look real great on your on your uh, 4K LED. TV or whatever, but you know, because it it's got all sorts of different cutting edge stuff. What's that? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. Is that a sword joke? <laughs> it was. Okay. It, it was. All right. <laughs> it was the sword something. <laughs> all right, guys. Well, does anybody else have, any, have anything else they want to add? No, just let me know when you finish the game so I can relink you to the uh, to the the AGDQ oh, run man. of it. Yeah, so to watch can- this guy just. Tear it apart. So that I can feel bad about myself. <laughs> he beats the game in like 11 minutes. It takes me, you know, 14 hours. All right, guys. Well, we're going to go do the podcast now. So, but thank you for tuning into Hobby Addicts. Um, I'm not sure what's coming up down the pipeline. I know I'm, 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 pl- I'm planning a winter 14er hike. 
from, from which I may never return because it's staying more dangerous in the winter. But uh, other than that, we'll have to see. Guys, thanks for tuning in. Thanks for supporting. And we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye, guys. Bye-bye. See you, everyone.